0: Thank you, I have finally figured out the monetary system for this podcast, spazzing out, that you are listening to. You just made it through the one commercial that I have, and it's at the top of the podcast, so we don't break anymore. And we only have an hour, so we can't waste much time, because the past three podcasts have got shut off, because I've gone over the time. Because I don't pay for this, I only get one hour to record my podcast, and then Anchor cuts me off. But other than that, it's a phenomenal app, and I just got one cent richer. Now, my man Shane went and listened to a bunch of podcasts and boosted me up some loot today. So, bro, thank you. If anybody else wants to do that, you just go. If you don't listen to my podcast, but you check out my live stream, go to my podcast. Just play it for like a minute, bro. The commercial's at the beginning. Play it at the beginning. Right at the beginning, we get it out of the way, I get paid, everybody's happy, I've made almost $40, I'm so close to Joe Rogan, I'm on my way up to 100 mil, I'm going for that loot, I'm going after Joe Rogan, and I'm going after Call Her Dad, or Daddy, whatever that fucking podcast is that's in the news, I'm coming, I'm coming for you, I'm coming for you, I'm sitting here at $40 made, I'm coming, you remember that, we don't have much time, Why don't we just get right into the big topic? Here's what we're going to talk about today so that we don't lose anybody and we can tease. We'll do a quick tease. In about a second, we're going to get to the big news. Who is the champion of the breakfast cereal championship? Who is? What is the greatest cereal of all time? Coming up. Before, uh, after that, apparently dads want really bad want paternity leave. I don't even know what paternity leave is. I thought it was maternity leave. I thought it was for women. I didn't know when guys became a bunch of broads. We're going to talk about that. The death of the movie theater. Movie theaters are dying with the coronavirus. As you know, I wish Major League Baseball would die too, but that's not going to happen. Four big things that we have missed out on because of the pandemic. And I don't think they're that bad. These are four things that I generally don't want to go to anyways. So thank you, pandemic. Tom Brady, ESPN, is making a documentary about Tom Brady. And I'm, I'm goo gaga gaga about it. We'll get into that. Uh, Laura Laughlin uh, is going to plead guilty in her case for paying for her daughter to go to school. I want to talk about that. I have a weird little twist on this. I want to talk about it. It's it's important. I mean, it's shit, straight up Americana and an unbelievable stat that one out of four restaurants will not open up. Don't do crack, guy. That's what is going to happen. Yeah, bro, I don't do crack. I've never done drugs. So Here, let's clear something up real quick. I've never done drugs in my entire life other than alcohol. So if you think alcohol is a drug, that's the only drug that I've done. Otherwise, I've never done anything else. I've never smoked weed. I've never tried crack. I've never snorted lines. I've never done quaaludes. I've never done perks. Nothing. Zilch. Zero. Just an alcoholic, bro. All right. Fuck cereal. Yeah, bro, we're going to get to your peanut butter sandwich. You, you sent me on a tizzy. We're going to cover whether or not you should put peanut butter on toast. Peanut butter, one of the greatest foods of all time. Hands down, peanut butter is at the top of the list. Top five. And is it a violation to peanut butter to put it on toast? We're going to discuss this in depth. These are the topics that we talk about here on this podcast. The important issues of the day. Whether or not you should put peanut butter on toast and violate it in such a fucking way. Or who and what cereal is the greatest cereal of all time. Which, without further ado, let's get to it. So, for those of you that don't know. We have to recap. I apologize. We need to have a recap. I know you people don't like a recap, so if you have to take a piss, go now. I have to recap for those who don't know what's going on. This is my podcast. It's called Spazzing Out. You can get links to my podcast at anthonypaziali.com or go to any of my social medias and click on the link that says anthonypaziali.com. You can link to my podcast. Now, for my podcast, I decided to do a breakfast cereal championship i picked 16 teams we had the sweet 16 then we had the quarterfinals then we had the semifinals here are the cereals that were involved we had lucky charms cinnamon toast crunch frosted flakes captain crunch with crunch berries honey nut cheerios apple jacks corn pops fruity pebbles cookie crisp honeycomb rice krispies honey smacks cocoa pebbles Fruit Loops, Tricks, and Raisin Bran. Those were all the teams. I seeded the teams, which I think was a huge mistake. Looking back, I should have had a podcast strictly on what teams should be involved and what they should be seated. I should have had a seating meeting just like they had back in the day for wrestling. I should have had a meeting, I should have called all the pundits in, and we could have had a five-hour conversation on what cereals should be in and where they should be on the bracket. Because I didn't have a seating meeting, I believe that I screwed Captain Crunch and Lucky Charms. I really do. I think either of those teams should have made it to the finals. I should have had a meeting. In the future, when we do brackets, I will suggest or I will select a few listeners to be on my seed meeting committee and we will have a discussion offline as to what should or should not be in the bracket and I will let people argue what should be the number one seed what should not be the number one seed I think it's the only way to go when I decide my favorite foods lose I decided the seeds so yesterday we're just going to skip right through it yesterday we had the semifinals. In the semifinals, it was Cinnamon Toast Crunch versus Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops was a Cinderella story. It was a seven seed. No way it should have been in the semifinals. It was a cakewalk for Cinnamon Toast Crunch to make the finals. We had Fruity Pebbles, which somehow beat Lucky Charms to get into the semis. Garbage. Fruity Pebbles versus Frosted Flakes. And it was a close one. Frosted Flakes wins by three votes to get into the finals. The finals matched up. An American staple, Tony the Tiger. A cereal that's been eaten in this country since, I think George Washington ate Frosted Flakes. I think he created Frosted Flakes. He had flakes and Martha Washington put sugar on them for all the soldiers right before they marched on Valley Forge. Greatest cereal. I mean, it's, it's Americana at its best. Then you have the novelty cereal that at best you can eat it once. And then you forget about it, and you don't have it for a few years. And then you eat it again, and then remind yourself that it tastes like shit. So you don't want to eat it again. Cinnamon Toast Crunch makes it to the finals. Now, today, I posted the matchup. And I think you guys all know who won. And it's an embarrassment. An absolute embarrassment to America... Honestly, cinnamon toast crunch is like a is a terrorist. It's the terrorist of cereal. It's just it it you know what? Cinnamon toast crunch is like the guy that drives by in the white van by your kids, tempting them. Oh look, we have cinnamon. Come, come have some cinnamon. Get in the van. Get in, and then you get in the van and you eat the cinnamon toast crunch, and you're like, oh, this is terrible. This is awful. Please, somebody save me. But if you have delicious, corn flakes covered in sugar, frosted flakes, Tony the Tiger, American, I am a real American, where's James Brown, we need James Brown, I live in America, and then Tony the Tiger comes out, everything about frosted flakes says America, and everything about Cinnamon Toast Crunch says Bomber, fucking Terrorist. Terrible cereal. So, who wins? Who wins? In a landslide. It's absolutely, it was disgusting. I didn't even finish counting it was so bad. I started counting it on Facebook. And I'm like, ah, this is going to be close. Then I started counting it on Instagram. I'm like, alright, it's pretty close. And then I go to TikTok and forget it. A landslide. I think like two people voted for uh, Frosted Flakes so, your champion, your breakfast bowl winner, your breakfast cereal champion is Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I hope you guys are all happy. Cinnamon Toast Crunch wins. You guys screwed my bracket. It's your fault. You guys picked a crappy cereal. Congratulations. You only have yourselves to thank that Cinnamon Toast Crunch, and you all know it's a garbage cereal. All he is. Every single one of you. This reminds me. You know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of a setup. When I was in high school, right, back when being a lesbian wasn't cool, I'm not against lesbians, so don't take that the wrong way. Just when it wasn't something that was acceptable in uh in school, we selected two women to be the couple of the year. We were progressive. And it wasn't even like, a you know, like we weren't even joking around, man. And then the teachers came in and they're like, oh, we can't have this. I feel like I should do the same thing, and I should absolutely null and void the bracket and just declare Captain Crunch the winner. I should Vince McMahon this shit, come in with the friggin' chair from the left side. It's garbage. So there you guys have it. Congratulations. Cinnamon Toast Crunch gets the crown. Great. Now, some of you guys uh, don't know this. Actually, nobody knows this. I had a side bet. With one of the listeners, his name's Kevin. I said, Absolutely, Kevin, there's no hell, there's no way in hell that Frosted Flakes would ever lose to Cinnamon Toast Crunch, and it did. So I will be sending Kevin a box of Cinnamon Toast Crunch in the mail. I owe him, he wins. Congratulations. You're gonna get, you're gonna squeeze a couple bucks out of me, which, unless somebody else wants to buy the box for me, that'd be great. I'll give you the address, you can mail it. So look, Kev congratulations and all you uh, cinnamon toast crunch people congratulations it's complete garbage some of the, yeah Meg you de- you demand a recount I demand a whole new bracket I think we should start over from the beginning with with we need to have a committee of seed pickers we need a committee just like the government we need a committee for everything we need a task force for the pickage of cereals that's it I'm moving on I don't even want to talk about the bracket anymore. It really, it pisses me off. I put a lot of time and effort into doing the bracket. I mean, dude, I hand, I hand drew the brackets myself. Look at how straight those lines are, bro. I did this myself. Put this shit together. Picked the cereals. Made the videos. Did the edits and all the photos. I put a lot of time and a lot of effort into it. And the results I'm not happy with whatsoever. I'm not happy at all with the results. It's garbage. If somebody happens, if, if, I'm telling you what, if, if like a publication reaches out to me and they want to talk about it, they want to be like, oh, look, this guy from Revere, Massachusetts held a 16-serial uh, tournament in the winner was Cinnamon Toast Crunch, I won't even, t- I'll say, nope, nope, I'm all set. We're not talking about it. Nope. What was the winner? doesn't matter what the winner was. It was garbage. It was a sham. It was a setup. My very own listeners sabotaged me by picking the worst cereal possible. A cereal that I didn't even I shouldn't even have had it in. You know what? I shouldn't even have had it in. I had to put it in. God. At the Poziali household, bro, we had Frosted Flakes. Guarantee we had Frosted Flakes. And Stan, Stan the man, my dad, guy liked straight up plain cornflakes, he took cornflakes, and he'd eat them in his coffee, he'd get a coffee, boom, he'd pour them in there, and he slurped slurp those things up, loved them, me and my brothers, frosted flakes, we're moving on from this, this is like, honestly, man, I don't even want to, it's like, I don't even want to do the podcast anymore, if these are the kind of results we're going to get, you guys aren't that lucky, the podcast will never go away, Ever, ever. Someone said flakes for the win. Well, the flakes didn't win, bro. They, they didn't. They didn't win. How many, you know what, what? What's on the cover? What's even on the cover of Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Is it a guy? Or is it, it's the, it's the, the it, it, it's the other thing. Hold on. I gotta look this up because this is gonna drive me nuts. Is it a guy or is it one of the little, little cinnamon guys? Sin. Hold on, hold on, hold on, everybody. I know, guys, they riveting. Trump 2020, bro. Ho, huh, ho, huh, ho. Huh. Someone just put that up in the messages. I wanted to say it. Um, cinnamon, hold on. Toast. All right, hold on, hold on. Yeah, dude, it, it doesn't, bro. Cinnamon Toast Crunch doesn't even have a sidekick. It takes its own piece of cereal and put eyeballs on it. Come on. You can't even get more creative than that. You took a piece of your food and you put eyeballs on it and you were like, boom, here's the Cinnamon Toast Crunch guy. You couldn't even come up with someone. You couldn't even come up with a a dude, a baker, someone making toast. No, you took a piece of your cereal and you put eyeballs and a mouth on it. Awful. Absolutely ridiculous. All right, we're moving on. We got to get on to other food topics, okay? So, today... I don't know what the hell I was talking about. Um, oh, no, I posted something about my podcast. And uh, a friend of mine uh, posted back, because I, I was just I, I was trying to get people to listen to the podcast. So I think I put something out like, you know, um, I don't get $100 million, but I have a podcast. I have no idea what I posted. All I know is somebody posted, What uh, my friend Richie, he posts... Um, you know, it's it's like butter on toast. Not butter. It's like peanut butter spreads. It's going to spread like peanut butter on toast. And I was at the dump. I, I have a junk removal company. I'm sitting at the dump and I'm like, do I want to get into this right now? Because I knew it was going to consume my whole day. I'm like, do I really want to... Can I let him get away with this? Can I let him violate peanut butter right on my Facebook feed? Can I allow this to happen? As a good American, do I just sit back and allow peanut butter to be tarnished, by toast, to be heated up and made into goo? So, of course, I couldn't. So I responded, which in kind caused a huge battle on Facebook and Twitter, as well as on TikTok, which, by the way, I held a poll on TikTok and 500 plus people responded resoundingly saying that peanut butter on toast is fantastic. People love peanut butter on toast. Well, people are mutants. And I'll tell you why. Peanut butter, first off, is one of the greatest foods in the world. Hands down, it's a top five food. I don't know what the top five are. I'm pretty sure that pizza, cheese pizza is number one. Number two is probably eggs. I I love eggs. Number three, cheese. But I don't know if you could put like, I mean, it, it, yeah, cheese, cheese, cheese gets in there. So it goes cheese pizza, eggs, cheese, macaroni and cheese, and then peanut butter. And then after that, maybe you're talking chicken nuggets or hot dogs or burgers something like that, okay, bread, now bread needs to be way up there, man, white bread, white bread, white bread, bro, not wheat bread, not bread with seeds on it, not brown, not black bread, not white, I mean, not, not yellow bread, you name the bread, it's white, wonder bread, delicious, fluffy, mmm, it's the best bread, now, Demula's has pretty good white bread too, so if you can't afford the wonder bread, Get the Demoulas brand. It's great. White bread, definitely on the list. So, I think that peanut butter needs to be room temperature. So let's just, because we have to have backstory to this guy, okay? Absolutely, it is a violation of peanut butter if you put it in the fridge. And I know some of you people do. I know there are people like that are watching right now that you put the peanut butter in the fridge, and I'm telling you, bro, I'm coming to your house, and I'm taking it out of the fridge. Peanut butter does not belong in the fridge. You do not cool peanut butter, and you certainly do not freeze it, unless, of course, it's inside of a Reese's peanut butter cup. Then it's cool. But, it, but in a jar, you don't. Can we all agree on that? How does everybody feel about that? Can we agree that peanut butter does not go in the fridge. It ruins it. You cannot spread it. It becomes hard, and it ruins the bread. Do we agree on this? If you put it in the fridge, you should be, all right, fuck, good. Richie agrees. Richie is the one who likes... Warm peanut butter. He agrees. If you put peanut butter in the fridge, you should get smacked in the face. I agree with you 150,000% that anytime you go to somebody's house, you need to look for the peanut butter and you need to find out if they have peanut butter in the fridge. If they have peanut butter in the fridge, get the fuck out of the house. Run. Go in the other direction. You don't want to be friends with them anymore. Gone because they're bananas. They're a mutant. They're a squid. They're a fat. Run. In the opposite direction, they hate America. If you have peanut butter in the fridge, you're a terrorist. Simple. So, let's move on from that. Now, the next thing. Peanut butter is best at room temperature. That is when peanut butter is at its finest. Creamy, easy to spread, and delicious. Not too warm, not too cold, perfect room temperature. That is how peanut butter should be eaten. Peanut butter should not, should not be heated up. It does not taste good warm. It just doesn't. When you put it on toast, and we'll get the toast because I have a beef with toast. I, I have no beef with peanut butter. If anything, peanut butter makes the toast taste better. But I think it's a violation to America's, one of America's greatest foods to heat it up and have it slop all over the place. All you people who eat peanut butter with toast on it, please tell me that you've never, that you've, that you've ever eaten it And not gotten it all over yourself. It gets all over your face. It gets all over your shirt. It gets all over your floor. It's a pain in the butt to clean up. And it doesn't taste good. Warm peanut butter is like drinking a warm beer. Think about that for a second. Does anybody want to drink a warm beer? Nobody does. Does anybody want to drink a warm soda? No. No one wants to eat warm peanut butter. Room temperature. That is how it belongs. And that is where it will stay. Moving from peanut butter quickly, here is my bigger beef. I think putting peanut butter on toast makes toast better. But I wouldn't violate the peanut butter by warming it up to such a temperature that it would melt. Toast, on the other hand, is the joke. It ruins a good piece of bread. Let's think about this, guys. I want you to think real long and hard. Toast is hard. You can't bend toast. There's no pliability to toast. So, if you were going to have an egg sandwich, right? I don't like my egg sandwiches with toasted bread. I like my egg sandwich on white because I like to bend it. I want to put an egg in it, bend the sandwich around it. Put a piece of cheese, bend it around it. I want my peanut butter sandwich, but let's just say you only have one piece of bread. You could put peanut butter and strawberry preserves, and then you can bend it and it doesn't break. You ever try to bend a piece of toast? It snaps just like a hard shell taco. You ever bite into a piece of toast? It's like biting into a brick. I don't understand the toast people at all. There has never been a piece of toast where I'm like, oh, I don't even want toast with my, like, people are like, oh, I gotta get toast with my, with my eggs. So let's say you like your eggs, um, sunny side up and you like dipping your toast in the yolk. Bro. It's like it's like t- you might as well take your knife and put it in there. But if you take a nice piece of white bread that's pliable and you can bend it and then you can dip it and then you can eat it. It doesn't break your teeth. It tastes good. Toast is a sham. So that is my biggest problem. I'm not a person who likes to have toast because it breaks. It doesn't have pliability. You can't stretch it. You can't bend it. You can't put a hot dog on toast. If you're out of buns, bro, you could slap a hot dog, fold it right in the piece of bread, and it tastes fantastic. You can't do that crap with toast. And I listen, I, I like cream cheese, and I put it right. I put cream cheese right on a piece of bread. And then you fold it over. You can't fold over the toast. And then when you crunch it to the toast, the crumbs go everywhere. You got to pick up the crumbs. You hardly get any crumbs from a piece of bread that hasn't been toasted. I mean, there's like zero crumbs. It just tastes better. So there's, there it is. There, there we've had it. We've had it out. Plain and simple. Toast is garbage. It's like eating chips. It really is. If I want to have a bag of chips, I'll get a bag of chips instead of toasting a piece of bread. I don't waste my bread. I get nice, delicious white bread, and I don't waste it by toasting it, turning it into a brick, and then causing a bigger problem for me to clean shit. Not to mention that I have a toaster in my house that I can't use. My wife has a Schmeg toaster. It's a $150 toaster that you can't cook toast in. It's there for decoration. It's not there for you to cook toast in it. It's for decoration. You can't put an English muffin in it. It's for decoration. Now we have a $5 toaster that you can put toast in and you can use. The five, or it's like 15 bucks. You know, it's like, it's the gray, it's the stainless steel one with the black sides. By all means, use that to cook something. But please, do not use the $150 Schmeg toaster that's coyster co- or whatever color. It's like, um, God, I can't even, it, it's... Aqua. Don't Don't use that, bro. All right. So, obviously, on this program, we're going to talk about food a lot and the way things should be eaten. Peanut butter should never be heated above room temperature. It's un-American and it tastes gross. I've never eaten warm peanut butter that I like. Now, I'll eat peanut butter on the spoon. Peanut butter on the spoon is great it tastes delicious, not too warm, not too cold, fantastic, it is good, I think we can all agree on that, putting it on toast just causes, it makes toast taste better, for sure, but it's messy, and the peanut butter itself doesn't taste good, because it's warm, toast in general is no good, because it causes a major mess, it's like eating potato chips, and you can't bend it, there's no pliability, okay, Someone says, nice glasses, bro. These things are bomb. I've been wearing them glasses since I came out the womb. So, nice try. You can't, you can't knock a guy like me. <laughs> I'm top of the food chain. Don't make me get in on a conversation about how I think I'm the best. Uh, do you toast? No, bro, I don't toast anything. He just asked me if I toast my son. Someone just. I do not toast anything. Here's, here's an example. If I go to Dunkin' Donuts and I want a bagel with cream cheese, not toasted. Do not toast my bagel. I want my bagel chewy. I don't want my bagel hard. Egg and cheese sandwich, do not toast my bagel. Do not toast my bagel. Do not toast my bagel. Say that again. Do not toast my bagel. Do not toast my sub roll. Do not toast my bun. Do not toast my burger bun. Do not toast anything. Period. Do not toast my stuff. Simple. I need pliability in my bread, whatever the bread may be, whether it's a sub roll, whether it's a bagel, whether it's an English muffin, I don't care what it is, I need the pliability, I don't want the crunch, simple, it's not pizza, it's a piece of bread that you need to be able to maneuver with, we're we going to move on from this. How are we doing on time? I got to continuously check the time because last night we ran out of time and we missed some damn good stuff. You're not the best. We can argue all day. All right. <clears throat> bro, I, I'll argue with you all day. Here's here's a, Someone just said we could argue with this all day. I could take this all day, man. Uh, grilled cheese. All right. That's not toasted, bro. It's grilled. Please do not make me get into a conversation. <laughs> you people. There is a huge difference between toasting in grilling big big difference now i'm not talking that grilling on the grill that's like that's like toast when you take something a grilled cheese and you put it on the pan it's completely different and it there's no crumbs there's no crumbs when you grill something on a pan bro grilled cheese right you put it on a pan you put some butter on it. For, grilled cheese is, you know what? Grilled cheese is in the top five. Grilled cheese is one of the best foods of all time. It's not toasted. It is not toasted. It is on a pan. It is heated up. And, the, and it's still pliable. You can kind of bend a grilled cheese sandwich. You can break it apart, pull the cheese separately. I'll grill a bagel for for egg and cheese. All, it's a—it's still soft. It's not crunchy. I've never had a hard grilled cheese, Ever. So please, don't ever confuse grilling a bagel or grilling a grilled cheese on a pan to toasting it. It's completely two different things. It's like the difference between, I don't, I don't know, like a steamed hot dog and a hot dog you cooked on the grill. It's not the same thing. It's two different things. Man. <clears throat> Are you baked or toasted? Baked or toasted, what, what do you mean? Are you asking me from high, bro? I don't do drugs. I, I'm confused here. All right. I got to move on from this topic. I, I'm just completely, I'm, I'm 100% frustrated. My cereal bracket got effed up. Cinnamon Toast Crunch wins. And then I got people, I got, I have more mutants. Mutants trying to tell me that toasting and grilling something is the same thing. And that peanut butter should be melted. Where are you people from? Honestly, what country, where did you guys come from? Holy moly. Alright. No, bro. Pop tots, no. I, 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 straight up, you don't, I don't heat them up. Pop tots straight up out of the bag. Every man in America eats the Pop Tot straight out. You don't have time to th- God. God. <sighs> I don't have time to cover this, but Pop Tots, which I like, I do not put them in the toaster. I do not heat them up. I eat them straight up. I open up the bag and I eat them. I eat them to go. I take them to go. I do not put them in the microwave. I do not bake them in the oven, and I certainly don't put them in the toaster. No one does. No one. The the commercial stopped putting them in the microwave because nobody puts them in the microwave. I mean, the, the, the toaster. See how pissed you guys got me? pop tarts guy what are you kidding cold pop tarts are the only way to go only way man man all right can we get into some serious conversation here we we be stuck kid kids pure salt dude like warm pop tarts what is like I am trying to compare it to something else that like you guys I I It's like drinking warm water. I like who likes room temperature water? That's probably one of the worst things about the quarantine. When if everybody like asked me they're like, "Hey, what what's the worst thing about being down in the basement?" I don't have cold water. That's the worst thing being down in the basement. I have water, right? But it's room temperature. And room temperature water sucks. It is. I'm I'm telling you man, if I was in the desert and I was dying, and you presented me room temperature water, I'd be like, bro, I'm good. I'll wait till we get to the next stop where they have nice ice cold water, where normal hardworking Americans use their fridge t- 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 or, or their freezer to get water at, a, at, at an unbelievably cold temperature for a man that worked his ass off all day. Room temperature water. That's like waterboarding somebody. Man, hey, honestly, if you wanted me to speak, you'd be like, oh, I'll drink the warm water. I'd be like, I'll tell you anything. Give me cold water, please. Unless I'm taking a shower. We all know how I feel about that. Okay, what should we get on to next? Let, uh, Tom Brady, real quick. I just Because this is just a breeze-by story. ESPN is going to do a docu- documentary on Tom Brady. I'm very excited about it. Although, briefly, I'd like to say that I think it's a little bit too early to be doing this. I, I want something down the road. When, he, when Tom Brady is older, in his 60s, he's as old as Michael Jordan, and he can talk trash, and he can be honest about stuff. He can sit back and be honest about how the Patriots, because Bill Belichick will be dead and gone, Robert Kraft will be dead and gone, and he can be honest about the situation. But I'm very much looking forward to it. It's called um, Man in the Arena. Man in the Arena was a famous speech by Theodore Roosevelt. Um, there's a famous part of it. That everybody knows, it, it it's basically everything I preach, which is, if you're a bitch-ass that doesn't do anything, then you're a bitch-ass. That sums up Theodore Roosevelt's uh, uh, man-in-the-arena speech. If you're a bitch-ass that doesn't do anything in life, then you're a bitch-ass. Done. Simple. It's a phenomenal speech. You guys should look it up. It's called Man-in-the-Arena by Theodore Roosevelt. It was originally called... Um, a citizen of, of the Republic or something like that. I, I can't remember from history class, all right, bro? And I didn't have time to Google what it was actually called. But to sum up what the speech is about is, like I said, if you're a bitch ass that does nothing in life, you're a bitch ass. Can't wait to see it. Um, the four biggest things... We, we're running out of time, guys. I'm sorry. The four biggest things that we miss since the pandemic has started... I did a story like this earlier... But now more people have come out. We've we've narrowed it down to four things that we have missed in the past two, three months since the pandemic has been going on. Here are the four things, but I, I want to tell you guys that these are four things that I don't want to go to anyways so it's not a problem for me. If anything, I wish that this pandemic would go a little bit longer so I don't have to go to these things. So we've th- th- there there's no particular order. Here are the four things that people are upset that they have missed. They've missed other people's birthday parties. They've missed other people's weddings. They've missed other people's baby showers. And they've missed other people's funerals. All four things that I don't want to be at. And I don't care if I miss it or not because birthdays don't mean crap. Birthdays are just another day. Nothing. Birthdays mean nothing. You know, it's no special day for you. Well, big deal. You were born on this day. whipty ding As my father would, this is, this is, a, I'll give you guys an example of how meaningless birthdays are to the Paziali family. My brother Stan, when he turned 30 years old, and this was a shock, okay? I'm telling you, it was straight out of, out of line. Oh, that's like God smacks on. So it, it was straight out of, out of, I was, I couldn't even believe that my father did it. My mom must have pressured him. So, my brother Stan turns 30. They had a party for him. We were all like, ah, birthday party, what? So, they had a birthday party at a Chinese restaurant. A lot of people showed up. It was a pretty big to do. Probably cost my family, my dad, like 500 bucks. Very uncharacteristic of my father. Very. So, we move on. A couple of years later, I turned 30. I'm like, they're going to surprise me because no one set up a birthday party. No one's called, you know, no one's like, hey, Aunt, we're going to meet at the Chinese restaurant and all the whole family's going to be there. It's your 30th birthday. So I was for sure. They did it for Stan. They're going to do it for me. When's the when's the big surprise? I'm waiting for someone to call me up and like, oh, hey, bud, we're going to go out to dinner. It's waiting for my boy Gavio, my buddy Laugh to trick me into being like, hey, we're going here. And they take me somewhere else, it's going to be a big surprise birthday party, right? Because they did it for Stan. Why aren't they going to do it for me? My birthday comes December 3rd. That's when I'm born, in case you guys are wondering. Uh, Razors. I want razors for for my birthday because my wife threw out my razors. And now I need to buy razors. We could get into that story another day. But it, it absolutely steams me that I have to think about buying razors because my razors got thrown out. Anyways, that's a whole nother problem. My 30th birthday comes... December 3rd, phone rings, it's my dad, I pick up, my father, Stan, literally, this is the conversation, hello, I go, hello, my dad goes, aunt, what's up dad, happy birthday, thanks, click, hangs up the phone, just like that, boom, 30th birthday, throw Stan, like a thousand dollar birthday party, everybody and their mother's there, fireworks are going off, Chinese food for everyone, Mai Tai's, General Gau's chicken, rice, you name it, it was top launch. My dad was paying for everything. My 30th birthday comes by. Phone call. Happy birthday. Thanks, Dad. Click. Don't hear from the guy again. Dust. Peace. See you later. You're 30. Big deal. Wow. I can't believe I had to call you. That's how my father made it feel like. He was like, oh, I got to call this kid? I, gotta, I actually have to tell him happy birthday? Is that how this is now? My brother's older than me. So... That's how birthdays are, right? Birthdays mean nada, nothing. And when birthdays come around and people think that you get big lofty gifts and want all sorts of presents, it I, drives me nuts. Especially if I have to go to your kid's birthday party. So don't invite me to your kid's birthday party because I think it's a joke that you're having a birthday party for your kid. I think it's garbage. big deal. It's another reason to pick a poor man's pocket having a birthday party. Putting stress on the working man, making me go out and buy your kid a gift for 25 bucks when I could have took the $25, bought some white bread, some peanut butter, strawberry preserves, some uh, mac and cheese, eggs, it's a pizza, and we'd be good. But no, I got to get your kid something. So I'm glad that we don't have to go to birthday parties. Moving on from birthday parties weddings feel the same way about weddings we've had this discussion about weddings and and i'll move on from it quickly because i don't have much time to go deep into why i don't want to be at your wedding i will just say this if you are my friend right if you know me okay don't fucking invite me to your wedding don't tell me that you're having a wedding be like dude i'm getting married I was going to send you an invitation, but I know you don't like going to weddings because you think it costs you more money and I will kindly send you a hundred dollar gift. That's it. I will give you, I will send you a card with a hundred bucks for not inviting me to your wedding. If of course you are my real friend, you can't just invite me to your wedding. You will get nothing. Um, because when you go to a wedding, it costs a ridiculous amount of money for me to watch you get married. I don't want to watch you get married. I don't care if you're getting married. I don't, I'm great, you're getting married, high five, wow, amazing, you're going to have kids, you're going to have a family, awesome, great, good for you, I don't care, I don't want to waste money at your wedding, and it costs a lot of money, if I have to go, I have to bring my wife, so now it's going to cost me, and I think it's a buck fifty a plate now, I think it costs $150 a plate, so I have to put $300 in a fucking card, I have to buy a fucking card, well, probably, probably not, probably wouldn't buy a card. I'm not going to lie about that. I would probably hand you cash or I would use an old Christmas card. Either way, hassle, 300 bucks. It's a lot of work to come up with $300. Then I have to get something to wear, which I'm going to, I mean, I don't have all the clothes. I'll probably have to buy a new shirt or probably buy a belt or something. More money. My wife is going to make me buy her something new. So I have to buy her something. More money. I have to drive there. Gas wasted. Bro, don't even think about having a destination wedding or making me get a hotel room. This is some serious shit. Then you cheap pricks, you guys don't have cash bar. What you have is that that one hour bullshit bar where you get wine and some fake ass cocktail and beers for an hour, and then the rest of the night you gotta buy your own drinks. And you can't just buy your own drinks. You can't just go up there and buy your own drinks. You gotta go up. You gotta buy this guy a drink and your boy a drink and the guy who's in the wedding and the father and the father in law and your buddy. Before you know it, your are balls deep in fucking eight hundred dollars in beers that you didn't even get one. So. Weddings, huge waste of money. Big time. We're, we're, we're coming close on time here. Alright. Next one. Um baby showers, it goes without saying. I don't even have to get into it. I should never be invited to a baby shower because I'm not abroad. I'm a I'm a man. Men do not go to baby showers. Jack and Jill's, you do not go. I don't go. I'm a man. I don't go to baby showers. Man. Man. M-A-N-T. No, there's no T. <laughs> M-A-N. Man. I might not be able to spell, but I know I'm a man. We do not go to baby showers. They are for the women. Baby showers are for women, not for men. Jack and Jill's are still for women, not for men. When your wife has a Jack and Jill, you simply say, what? now. And then they'll be like, oh, well, so-and-so's husband's going. And I'll go, yeah, well, so and so husband is a fucking bitch. And I'm not going because I don't go to Jack and Jill's because I'm a man. Men don't go to baby showers. Men stay home and watch the football game while you guys waste your Sunday at the baby shower with shit that we don't care about. Men pay not to go. We go. The wife comes and says, oh, I need a uh, couple hundred dollars. You know, because I got to get diapers or something for so-and-so's kid. First, that'll piss me right off. And then if you think I'm going, woo, man, not happening. So we don't have to go real deep into that. It's just a plain and simple thing. Men don't go to baby showers. Okay? Is that clear? Are we all clear on that? I, I'll, I'll say it slowly. Uh, And then maybe you guys can get this audio and you can play it back for your wives. Men do not go to baby showers. Here are some other things men don't do. Men don't take their kids to the doctors. Men do not take phone calls from kids' teachers. Men don't want to hear from the principal. Men don't do that stuff. I don't even know my kids' doctors' names. Because I am a man and I don't take my kids to the doctors or go to baby showers. Okay. Men don't do that shit. Last one. Funerals. Funerals. I am so glad that I don't have to go to funerals. Now, I, before I get rude about the topic, I do know a couple of people not personally I, 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 It's an extension I know two people That I know very well That had lost a loved one To the coronavirus And typically If a friend of mine Loses a loved one I will go to the wake Not the funeral It's two different things Wake And funeral Wakes Are For Everybody else Wakes are for Acquaintances You go to the wake if you happen to know the guy. Like, we'll just, you know, my buddy Richie's on here. So we'll we'll say Richie. I, I know Richie, but Richie and I are not best friends. Richie's probably closer. It's closer to my brother, Jesse. But if something happened in Richie's family, I would go to the wake. But I would not go to the funeral because I am not a family member. I am not a good friend. And I didn't know the person that died. And the person that died doesn't give a shit if I'm there or not. I will go to the wake out of respect for my friend, to show my respect and that I feel bad that they have lost somebody. And even going to the wakes, I don't even like going to the wake. I 90% of the time show up to the wake in my work clothes, covered in dirt, and have no care about it whatsoever. People look at me they're like, oh, oh, you didn't even go home and shower? I'm like, yeah, bro, sorry. I don't take work off when people die. I work, bro. I show up. I go to work. Sorry. I didn't know this guy. I'm just here to say hi to my buddy because I feel bad that he lost somebody. Move on. So wakes, funerals, tough, 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 tough things. And sure as shit, if I didn't know the deceased party, if I didn't know the person that died, if I had to work unfortunately, I would go to work. I would. I will always choose making money for my family over other people's problems and other people's issues or other people's sorrows. I have to look at number one first. I take care of me first. Now, I do not and will never buy flowers for funerals. You know how I feel about flowers. It's the biggest sham of a gift of all time. And trust me, the dead guy doesn't give an F about the $500 flowers that you sent, that said Pazialis. Nobody cares about it. No one's going to remember it. No one gives a crap. Now, to the next level on funerals, What I can't stand because I've been to many funerals I've had my father has passed away so I went to that funeral my aunts have passed away I've been to them I've been a pallbearer bearer for a, t- more funerals than I can th- th- than I want to remember and I can't stand people who fake it I, like they you go down the line right so I, I want you guys to picture this right there's the deceased they're there the casket's open and then you've got a line of people that you don't know a whole line, you go in, oh, I'm so sorry for your loss, 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 I'm so sorry, sorry for your loss, oh, i so sorry for your loss, and then you get that one person that you kind of know, oh, hey, how's things going, man, I'm really sorry that you're following, and you're like, bro, don't just fucking say thank you so I can move on, the guy starts talking, to you and he's like, oh, it's been a while, man, and then they like talking about f- fucking the radio, they'll be like, oh, bro, when you did that bit, and I'm like, dude, man, really? Right? This is you're holding up the fucking funeral line and you want to talk about how you smarter than a stripper. A man is dead. A man is dead. And you want to talk about how how's LB doing? Bro, just say. Just simply just say thank you so that I can move on. I don't give a fuck that your father died, man. I just want to get the fuck out of here and it showed respect. Now on the other side, when you when when someone in my family dies, bro. Just walk by, man. I don't. I don't want to hear your crap. I don't. I don't need your sympathy. I want to punch you in the face when you come up to me and you're like, "Oh, is there anything?" I... That's the worst. Oh, you know anything I can do for you? You know what you can do? You, can you go fucking bring my dad back? Can you do that? No? Then beat it. No, you can't do that. So, bye. See you later. You, can you get my grandfather? You gonna get him back? No. There's nothing you can do for me. Bye. I'm a grown ass, 40 year old man. I don't need your help. I don't know why people say that. Anything I can do for you. Oh, I'm there for you. Oh, you are? I haven't talked to you in 40 years, bro. You're there for me? You're here for me? Get out of here. So, I don't like to be... Uh, I, I, I don't like that shit at all. I really don't. So I'm glad that I don't have to go to funerals. You got to go there and you have to fake like you gave an ass uh, about somebody who had passed away... And you gotta, you gotta do the, the, the sorry for your loss or the, you know, if you need anything BS that people do, it's, it's garbage. It's good enough to show up for your buddy. You give him the, yo, bro, I came. I I feel your pain. What are you talking about? What I am talking about is going to funerals. That's what I'm talking about. If you want to get the full story, listen to my podcast. I take this live feed and I put it in my podcast called Spazzin' Out. So. There, I just broke down for you guys, according to a new study, four things that Americans are upset that they have been missing because of the coronavirus are birthday parties, weddings, funerals, and baby showers. And I just broke down four things as to why you shouldn't care and you should be happy that you don't go. You should be ecstatic that you don't have to spend money at a birthday or a wedding. You should always defend your manhood when a baby shower happens, I am a man and I don't go to baby showers. No man in the pot, in the history of this great name of the Pazia, except for probably my brother, Mike, he's a fucking pussy. No man in the history of my family has ever gone and will ever go to a baby shower. Men, man. Last one, funerals. <clears throat> I'm glad that I get to skip out on funerals because I just can't stand the BS like everybody cares. The all of a sudden you gave a shit that uh, uh, about the loved one that passed away and you're there for me. And if there's anything I can do for you, well, you name it. And anytime someone says, that, I'm like, oh, you, know, you bring back my dad. Did you do that? You got that? No, you don't. Please. All right. How much time do we got left? Because this podcast thing's going to run out. <sighs> Man. <clears throat> One sec, guys. I got to check this. All right. We don't have... To, we're limited. We're limited. What do we got left? Ah, Death of the movie theater. We'll breeze through this one really quick. Uh, apparently, and I said this like two months ago that this was going to happen, but apparently people <coughs> want all new movies from now on to be put on demand or online and for you to buy it. Nobody wants to go to the movie theater. When, when, when we get back to being normal, <coughs> excuse me, no one wants to go to the movie theater Movie theaters are gonna die. That's it. They're gone. Toast. Everybody likes to be able to stay at home. Two reasons: I can buy that movie for twenty bucks and buy it. I can I can view it for twenty dollars. I got forty eight hours to watch it. My kids can watch it. I can watch it later. I, I get to stay at home. I don't have to pay ridiculous prices for snacks. I can go to the dollar store and get all the stuff that I got. So we can move on from that one. I don't have to get too deep into it. I think you guys could probably get an idea how I feel. Uh, the death of the movie theater is a good thing in my eyes. I wanted to get to this story because I this is important to me and it's a little bit of a different twist on the way I see things. So Laura Laughlin, she is uh, an, the actress from Full House. Uh, like two years ago or maybe 14 months ago, she got busted and has been going to court uh, because she paid to have her daughter to go to USC. Uh, they, they, they cheated the system, got her accepted as like a rower or something like that. My blood pressure is like popping, bro. <clears throat> all right. Um, who the, uh, man, I'm getting all tapped up over here. I get so like excited. My arm starts pulsating, bro. Um, all right. So Laura Laughlin, she's going to plead guilty to the whole thing. I don't even care about her, about the thing. Here's, here's how I feel. Typically, I hate when people get something that they didn't work for. I really do. If you have not, I mean, it goes right in line with the Theodore Roosevelt thing. If you didn't work for something, if you're a bit, if you're a bitch ass that didn't do anything, you're a bitch ass. I hate when people get things for free and they didn't work their butt off to get it. I hate when people get things handed to them. I'm not jealous of you because I'm gonna get it myself. I just think that it's it's a it's a, it's, an, it's just an injustice to you because you will never work hard, and when the person who gives you the stuff is gone, you're fucked. You're gonna have a tough time in life if you've always had somebody helping you out and handing things to you. You're never gonna learn shit for yourself. Now, in this instance, <clears throat> I don't think it's a problem. I think it's okay for Laura Lachlan to pay someone to get her daughter. Into whatever school she wants. And here's why. Laura worked at her craft, was lucky enough to work for many years on a very popular sitcom to make a lot of money. She worked hard. She had to practice. She had to go to acting school. She had to study her lines. She had to deal with being famous. All things that are not that easy. And then she put herself in the position to have a lot of money. She lived the American dream. And I can't think of what's more American than making yourself filthy rich so that you can buy your kid into school. If you have worked your ass, it's not about the kid, it's about the parent. If you have worked your ass off long enough and made much money, lots of money, mass money, you should be able to send your kid to whatever school you want and pay. And pay to get him in. I'm sorry if that's tough crap for your kid, and you don't have the money because you didn't work hard, because you ha- you were you were, you were born in the projects and you lived in the projects your whole life. You didn't decide to get out of the projects and make a better life for your kid. You decided to stay. You decided to be on welfare, and then you decided to bitch. Oh, my kid, my kid didn't get into college because. Your mom pay. Yup, that's right. I work my butt off. I'm working my butt off, and whatever school my son wants to go to, I'm gonna go right up there. Big fat donation, Posseoli wing at Harvard. I'll pay for it if I have that kind of money. Get in. So I don't have a problem with that. Normally I would. I don't want parents paying for things, but in this instant, it's not about the kid. It's about the parent. It's about the parent providing the best life for their kid, and you've worked your whole entire life. ...to be able to pay for your kid to go to college... ...and if you just have a little more money than everybody else... ...and you're able to pay somebody off... ...to get your kid into school... ...to a better school... ...well that's goddamn American... ...red, white, and blue... ...I love every friggin' minute of it... ...I love it... ...I love it... ...I think it's fantastic... ...the other kids... ...that have to work their butt off to get into school... ...work a little harder... ...because in life... ...you have to beat... ...the people who are paying people off... Let's say that again. I'm going to be clear. In life, you have to work harder because there are people who will pay people off to get in the easy way. So you need to work harder, not bitch about it because it's their right. The person who are paying people off, they, if they got the money, the legal way and they worked hard, and they became, for example, let's say you were Andrew Carnegie, you were a poor man, you worked your butt off, you became the richest man in America by owning Carnegie Steel, and if you wanted to pay somebody off to get your kid into school, you're damn right you're gonna, because you're worth about a billion dollars, and you worked for every dime of it, because you were poor, and if another kid didn't get in, well bro, you didn't work hard enough, you didn't work hard enough to work better than the briber, simple, it's just like sports, don't let the ref the reason you lose the game. Oh, the ref blew the call. Wrong. The ref didn't blow the call. You guys didn't play good enough and get a big enough lead to win the game. The ref didn't fuck it. You did because you weren't playing well enough to be better. You need to beat the ref. You need to beat the briber if you want to be successful. And if I'm successful and I want to me, me, dad, I work my butt off. My podcast is big now. I got a hundred, right? I I make a hundred million dollars, bro. I'll pay how about you damn right, I'm gonna go right up there, why walk up to Harvard, like, bro, you want to go to Harvard, you're going to Harvard, paid for, done, simple, that's, weird twist on how I normally feel about things, I want everybody to work hard, I really do, but if I am, if, if, if as the dad, I've worked hard my entire life, and I have the money, I'm not talking like I gotta borrow it from somebody, I got it, liquid, it's cash, you go going to my bank account, you open it up, and you're like, damn, this guy Scrooge McDuck money. If I get that kind of money, yeah, yeah, that's right. I'm paying people off for my kid to go wherever the hell he wants to go. Yep, I'm doing it. I don't care. Plain and simple. All right. <clears throat> what do we got here? I think I think the podcast. We gotta we gotta end the podcast. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to to spazzing out. I really appreciate it. AnthonyPaziali.com has links to my podcast. TikTok people, please. Uh, follow me if you're not following me. Every Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. Every Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday nights at 6:30, we're live right here on TikTok, Facebook, guys. You know the deal. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, 6:30 Facebook live. If you're not following me on my Facebook page, follow me. Share the live feeds. Don't forget. In the biggest sham of all time, the Breakfast cereal championship, Cinnamon Toast Crunch was the champion. Also, in my potting words, please do us all a favor and do not heat up and melt peanut butter and put it on toast. Everybody, please have a good night. Or wait, if you're listening to the podcast, have a good whatever time of the day it is.